Bertrand, hi, it's me. Uh, thank you so much for all the work you've been doing. Uh, so I'm going to have you do a few more. Uh, we just need to get some extra in the can. Uh, it's great work you've been doing. I'm actually going to show it to, um, uh, uh, <clears throat> who was I going to? We, we have a meeting. It's great. I will let you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've been invited to it. If you haven't seen it yet, let me know, and I will make sure to get that over to you. Anyway, uh, what I was really hoping is that uh, the next ones you could do are uh, that one about the rain, where it does a weird thing, and then there's something to do with plants. So if you could handle that. Uh, also, uh, I need you to do the one with the dolls, uh, not, no, not that one, the other one, you know which one I'm talking about, and, uh, what else? Uh, also, I have had a specific request for SCP-743, I'm not sure which one that is, but I'm positive that you will be able to find it. And uh, someone said that SCP-735 would be a really great one. Uh, at the very least, they were interested in me knowing more about it. So I want to hear that one when you're done. Uh, either which way, uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And again, uh, we need the one about the rain with the plants, the one about the dolls, uh, SCP-743, and scp 735. So, I appreciate you a whole bunch, Bertrand. You're the best. Bertrand, hi, it's me. Uh, great work you've been doing. I do appreciate it. Uh, I don't think you did the correct one on the dolls, so we might have had a little bit of a misunderstanding about that. I do apologize. Uh, either which way, I was really hoping uh, we could get you to work on uh, SCP-6135, uh, I believe, or possibly 6155. Um, just a moment, let me see what is... Oh... Oh, I have to RSVP for that. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, we uh, definitely that. And uh, if you need me, uh, you can send me an email or give me a call. Uh, I will not be available uh, Thursday until uh, next Tuesday. Uh, unless there's any sort of complication, then I might be out until Friday. But either which way, I will do my best to be available for... Oh dear, that's going to be a problem. Uh, oh, nothing you have to worry about. Uh, uh, thank you very much for your time, Bertrand. I do appreciate it. Bye now. This is archivist I.C.S. Bertrand, researcher at the SCP Foundation. The following is an audio recording of SCP number 113 for archival purposes and accessibility compliance. File begins. 
Item number SCP-113. Object class, safe. Special Containment Procedures, SCP-113, is to be kept in standard storage in Site-23. SCP-113 may be handled with laboratory gloves. No organism may be exposed to SCP-113 without prior approval. Personnel exposed to 113 are to be kept under medical observation for seven days. Description. SCP-113 resembles a small, polished piece of red jasper. Analysis shows that SCP-113 is not composed of jasper, but redacted composition similar to that of other recovered objects. When SCP-113 comes in contact with the flesh of an organism possessing sex chromosomes, the organism's physical characteristics associated with gender and biological sex are transformed, open parenthetical, including genetics and secondary sexual characteristics, close parenthetical, either reversed or altered. This process occurs in four stages. Stage 1 lasts approximately 0.2 seconds. SCP-113 bonds with the cells that it touches and induces an unidentified chemical change. This process causes tissue damage similar to mild burns, and SCP-113 cannot be removed from contact with the subject until all stages are complete. Stage 2 lasts approximately 20 seconds. SCP-113 emits a low-intensity electromagnetic wave which travels through the subject's body. Subjects may experience nausea and vomiting along with a stinging sensation throughout the body. This sounds deeply unpleasant. Stage 3 lasts approximately 60 seconds. Throughout this stage, the subject's cellular makeup is temporarily transformed. Altered cell composition ranges widely from being unidentifiable as human to a unique variation of partially differentiated stem cells. The subject will experience intense stimulation of all sensory nerves during the final 20 seconds of this stage and describe this part of the process as extremely painful. Subjects in poor health may die of shock in this stage. At the end of this stage, the subject's biological sex is permanently altered. In standard cases, the subject's biological sex In standard cases, the subject's biological sex will be changed to the opposite biological sex. All primary and secondary sexual characteristics are altered accordingly. Stage 4. SCP-113 disengages from the subject and becomes inert. Subjects with sex chromosomes atypical for their speci species open parenthetical, such as intersex humans, close parenthetical, are affected in unpredictable ways by SCP-113. In human intersex subjects, this appears to be influenced by gender identity. Such subjects may be unaffected, or their bodies may change to match baseline male or female bodies, open parenthetical, with sex chromosomes to match, close parenthetical, or other results may occur. Usually change seems to match or partially match the subject's gender identity during initial use, if gender identity is non-standard. Whether SCP-113 alters its effect based on the presence of a non-standard gender identity is under investigation. Okay.
Is there a waiting list for this one? Gender identity of human subjects is not typically altered by SCP-113. Well, that's good. In subjects with non-standard gender identities, open parenthetical, typically gender identities which do not match their pre-exposure biological sex, close parenthetical, this usually results in positive psychological effects. In subjects with standard gender identities, open parenthetical, male slash female, matching pre-exposure biological sex, close parenthetical, such psychological effects are usually negative. These appear to be natural psychological reactions and not an anomalous effect of SCP-113. SCP-113 exposure results in unusual effects in certain species. In Varanus Komodoensis, uh, yeah, Varanus Komodoensis, open parenthetical, the Komodo dragon, close parenthetical, a number of ZW slash ZZ individuals were transformed to possess WW chromosomes instead of ZZ or ZW, which was in every instance fatal. In Kenorhabditis, elegance open parenthetical a nematode close parenthetical no males were produced despite C. elegans having two sexes hermaphrodite and male male subjects became hermaphrodites and hermaphrodite subjects were unaffected open parenthetical note in wild populations male C. elegans are extremely rare close parenthetical Subjects of single-sex hermaphroditic species, open parenthetical, such as earthworms, close parenthetical, will not be transformed by SCP-113. The object's process will stop at the second stage, and the object will become inert. Previously exposed subjects may undergo SCP-113's effects again by reinitiating contact with SCP-113 after approximately 60 seconds have passed. However, in 25% of cases, immediate second exposure to SCP-113 fails to transform the subject correctly. Transformation failure varies in nature, but usually includes massive bone, organ, and tissue damage to the subject, as well as partial or complete obliteration of genitalia. This commonly results in death by organ trauma or internal bleeding. Failure rate can be affected by subjects not coming into contact with SCP-113 for a lengthy period of time, which varies by subject. Patterns are under research. Under normal circumstances, transformation failure rate increases exponentially upon multiple exposures. Subjects who survive rapid repeated exposure are eventually transformed. Data expunged. Okay. Don't want to know what that said. Further anomalous elements continue to appear as exposure count increases. This is just rock of transgender, right? Like, this is just rock of transgender. Is there a waiting list? Whoever's listening to this, can you tell me if there's a waiting list? Anyway. This has been Archivist Bertrand at the SCP Foundation with the Archival Department. End file. Thank you for listening to SCP Research Archives. SCP number 113 is originally by Kabu, 
rewritten by Robin Shore and the Deadly Moose. All SCP content is shared under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Like 3.0 license. Uh, theme song is Night of Chaos by Kevin McCloud, used under Creative Commons 4.0 uh, Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 license. Sound effects are from freesound.org. Bertrand is played by me, and the archives director is played by Redacted.